0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the 22nd episode. This intro is different of the Tuesday Night Podcast, because I said good evening instead of hello. That's why it was different. Mm. See what I did Mm. there? Uh, This is is a podcast about board gaming and tabletop games and role-playing games that may or may not involve dice. I'm your host, SBJ. Woo! And with me to my left is Sean, Sean. Yeah, I'm on the left. Yeah, this sounds good. It sounds plausible, <laughs> and that uh, delightful and to your laugh, further left, to my further left, with the delightful laugh is
1: Alan. That's me. That's you. Boo. How? Oh, how are you just, guys? Good. I just wanted to talk about Sean's connection because we've been struggling with it, and mm-hmm. uh, we tried taking his computer to a different location to see if the internet was better there, if that was an issue, and what's different about today's episode shitty connection sean i'm using my girlfriend's laptop it's so funny because i imagine that it's like a pink laptop and it has a <laughs> basket connected to it that has streamers bell. off the side
2: how very enlightened of you <laughs> no it's a newer macbook than mine it does have like a um like a rubbery case around it which
0: oh like a like a spec i don't think case. it's gonna like
2: help the laptop if you fall it if you drop it if you fall it jesus um <laughs>
0: <laughs> edit that out Uh, now it's (laughs) staying
2: but it's like three years newer than mine and uh it's got all this crap on it and you know she doesn't super use it all the time but
0: well i'm glad you're that far in your relationship where you can share your significant other's computer
2: i hope so i'm in the closet of her apartment right now so (laughs) if we weren't at that level there's a whole bunch of what is that
1: a euphemism for being in your girlfriend's closet what
2: does that mean it means I'm literally podcasting from inside her rectal cavity. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> oh, that, that went dark real fast. Yeah, I don't least. know what you're expecting. So do how to transition from that. Let's just move into table talk. Okay. Yes. Let's. It's
1: time for the table talk. We have this
0: brilliant list of games we've all played. And by brilliant, I just mean what, what Alan has played.
1: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, ridiculous because Sean and SBJ have nothing written down. I feel like I should almost just deal them out where I could just do a SBJ impersonation and a Sean impersonation and talk about the games that I played as if you guys had played them. But my list is Cheaty Mages, which is an Ooh. AEG game. That's a Senjai Kenai game, yeah. Mr. McCoy. You're a Senjai Kenai fan, guy who made Love Letter. Played New Salem, published by Overworld Games. So, the same people who did Good Cop, Bad Cop. I played Coup, which is from Any and Cards, my friend's Travis, right? Uh, but I played it with the expansion with the teams, the way to go. Oh. I haven't played the newest Coup. What is it called? Like Coup Insurrection? Re- Reformation? Reformation, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys played that yet? No, I have
0: not. Played it at Gen Con, and then I was... Because I went into Gen Con going, I'm sick of Coup. Played too much Coup. No more Coup. And then I sat down, and I was like, oh, here's more Coup. And then I walked away buying it because it was really good.
2: (laughs) I had a copy of Reformation, or I have my copy of Reformation, because at Con, Travis didn't feel like selling, so he just sold all his games on the first day to Fun Again, and then put up a sign in his booth that said, you know, like, We're playtesting games in the other room. And uh, then he left early and asked me to tear down his booth. (laughs) And so I did. And I just kept all the demo games that were sticking out there.
1: Oh, and he let you? was like, yeah, just keep it?
2: I mean, he didn't let me so much as I didn't tell him, and he so clearly did not care about anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Wow. I also played a little game called Pick the Lock, just comes in a tuck box, Kickstarter, a crappy game like uh, you said last week, SBJ good, good, and gem packed cards, which is based Edward on a app. F. Oh, you even know the guy, huh?
2: Uh, Philip Wynn. Uh, they used to work together.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, cool. So it's based off his off his app and played it. It was funny because a bunch of people with whom I was playing said, is this based off an app or something? So apparently there's some type of clue that it would be better served as an app. But mm. the most exciting thing that I mentioned last week, I played even more Super Secret Project G. Yeah. Can, and uh,
0: Can things yeah. be super secret if every project you have is called super secret? Well, I it's mean, no longer super
1: secret. Is, is there just secret in your list of other secrets? Well, I would say at this point, it's no longer Super Secret Project G. It's been downgraded to Secret Project G because I put a Facebook post of what it is. But I haven't explained how to play or anything. I see. Yeah. You guys want the reveal? What about Ultra Secret Project? No, that's just dumb. (laughs) What? I see. (laughs) I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the reveal. Drum roll, please
2: please put a sound effect in here
1: it's cause of death (laughs) ghost cause of death ghost yeah it's cause of death ghost that's a game that's a game yeah i've been working on the card backs art but i've been playing really nitty-gritty dirty Playtest beta versions and it seems to be going pretty well actually. Yeah. What I can kind of tell game is it? it? Is it a hidden roll game? It is a hidden roll game. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most excited I've been.
2: <laughs> you uh, say yeah, a lot like Alan's friend Reed, who very rarely says yeah, but he's like, Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> super inside joke right there. But
0: I'm gonna have to like fix the levels on this podcast now, because usually I'm not so excited because it's YouTube.
2: This will be a very easy way to tell if Reed is listening to the podcast or not.
1: He listens to the podcast, yeah, for sure. Um, it's weird because every once in a while he'll just mention like one sentence that makes me believe he wouldn't have said that if he wasn't listening to this podcast. Oh. So, yeah, Reed's kind of our web guy. He uh, basically helped us do our website and whatnot. Yeah, hmm. but uh, yeah, cause of death, ghost. I could elevate it, pitch it if you guys want me to. I want you to elevator pitch it as if.
2: You are a coal miner (laughs) or a prospector or an old timey sheriff or a Russian or a proctologist. Um, Yes. Yes. That's the one we've we've hit gold
0: (laughs) before before you elevator pitch it. Can you elevator pitch a game that doesn't really exist on the market?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, that's basically what I'd be doing yeah. if I just explained the game to you guys, and then I, we would be
0: like, "Oh, we want that," and then you have to make it,
1: right? Yeah, that's even, even Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. All right. Yeah,
0: I was gonna ask you to elevator pitch cheating mages because I like that game, but screw it.
1: Yeah, cheating mages is good. I'm sure I'll play it again. There will be other times. Yeah, for that mages. game is good. It's it like super solid. Twelve dollars too, so just buy it. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's wait. Uh, wait. I need some direction. I'm a proctologist mm, operating on a ghost. Oh, I like that. Ghost <laughs> good. It's gold. <laughs> All right. Give me some time. I got to think like, <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't know if I've ever met a proctologist before. So that's hard to believe because I
2: happen to know your dad was a very prominent surgeon or yes. Surgeon.
1: Yeah. But
2: uh, and he's an ass man. Ass man. No, no, these don't belong to me. I'm uh, I'm not the ass man. I think there's been a mistake.
0: What's your name again? Cosmo Kramer. Cosmo Kramer. You are the ass man.
1: No, I'm not the ass man.
2: Well, well as far as the state of New York is concerned, you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh... You
2: tell me you've never shoved your hand up an invisible thing's butt.
1: Well, all right, all right, all right. I, I think I can do this. We probably painted right. you into a corner. Here. I'm real glad this podcast has an ex-
0: explicit label.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't, this would just be all trash. All right, um right, let's do it. Ding me, SBJ. Ooh, calm down there. Please, relax, ghost. I'm not a hunter. You must have just come from the spooky Castle Vanguard, haunted by so many ghosts. Relax and know that you're no longer being hunted, as I simply slip this inside of you and explore, much like the hunters explore the inside of Castle Vanguard. Yes, there's plenty of ghosts in there, but the hunters are there as well. Yes, and... You don't know if anyone's a hunter or if they're a ghost. And it's a very quick drafting game where you get to pass a card to your neighbor. And they get two cards. Choose one. And the one they don't choose, they pass to their neighbor as well in this game called Cause of Death Ghost. So... The hunters are trying to kill the ghosts, and the ghosts are trying to kill the hunters. But there's also... Relax, I said. You're really clamping down and distracting me. (laughs) But you need to go ahead and point to someone that you want to kill. As soon as half of the people, not even a majority of the players, are pointing to one player, that player is instantly killed. Then everyone reveals their identity, and based upon who is killed, Points are awarded, and you start a round until everyone has gotten to start a round. So you keep playing until everyone's started. Then you add up the points at the end, and you determine who is the ultimate hunter, ghost, or paranormal investigator. All right, I got it! You should feel much better now, Ghost. No problem scaring anyone from here on. And I feel like we should cheat and prepare these things because, man, I, I was like, they'll, probably ask me, they'll ask me to be a ghost or they'll ask me to be. Hey, you, you were the one that introduced this rule. This is true. It's true. I've, I've got no room to complain. But, I mean, <laughs> give me some warning or something like, hey, today I think I'm going to ask you to you a be proctologist. a proctologist yeah. operating on a ghost. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh, Said I would do better on these things. All right, so All right, I, got, uh,
0: I got some complaints. Mm. Yeah, I was, already. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: I did not do a good job explaining that because there's so many things. There's not just hunters and ghosts, but keep going.
2: First off, the deficit. What are we going to do about that? Second off, I think. Sorry, I'm just going to complain about some things.
0: All right, so you you won me over on hidden roll game. Mm. Okay. You won me over on drafting. Sweet. Mm-hmm. You didn't win me over at
1: me having to point the same time everyone else has to point no you don't point at the same time oh okay i i may have explained that wrong so the way the game works is you start with the first player you go around in a circle and the first player draws two cards and picks one of the roles to be and passes the one they don't like to the person to the left and then they draw a card so now they have two and that continues until you get to the last person and then the last person buries a card so if you're playing with four players, there's five cards. If you're playing with six players, there's seven cards. If you're playing with nine players, there's 10 cards. So there's always one more card than there are players. Okay. There's and So it's really quick because if you're just playing with five players, as soon as two people are pointing at the same person, that individual is instantly dead and in the round ends. So it's, it's one of those things. I've actually played a few times, and it's still morphing because it's still beta. I can even walk you through the different changes I've made. But it's interesting because some people will just be casually pointing at someone as they're talking as a gesture, and then someone else will jump in and point at the same person, say, like, you're dead. They're like, oh, I was just pointing as a gesture. But it doesn't matter because the pointing is the point of death. Anyway. It's really quick. It's a harmless game because one full game doesn't even take but 15 minutes because you earn points. And I can explain the points. There's Team Ghost, there's like a blue ghost, a red ghost, a green ghost, and there's Team Hunter, where there's a blue hunter, a green hunter, a red hunter. And if a ghost dies, all like the hunters. Yeah, right. just like in Pokemon. That makes sense. Exactly. But all of the hunters of a ghost dies get two points. But if your specific ghost dies, you get a bonus point. So you get three. So if like the blue ghost dies, that means the blue hunter gets three points, whereas all the other hunters get two points. And if a ghost dies, I'm sorry, if a hunter dies, vice versa. So all the Mm. ghosts get a point.
2: Is that kind of a tie-breaking mechanism?
1: It's a little bit of a tie-breaking mechanism, but also your points are public and it kind of informs your decision on what you Ah. want to grab because there's other characters like The poltergeist, woo! And the poltergeist, all they have to do is not die. And if the poltergeist wins, they get to steal one point from anybody. But if they get killed, everybody just gets one point. How are you, uh, sorry, how are you calculating points? Like with cubes? Yeah, right now it's just cubes. Okay, cool. It could just be pocket change or something, but as a game designer, I've got a whole bunch of stuff all over the place. And I was calling it ectoplasm or soul. I love to
2: see some green little uh, gem things that were kind of like ectoplasmy. That would be really cool.
1: Yeah. So that's basically there's uh, the medium, which is a character that becomes the buried card, except if you win as the buried card as the medium, you get a bonus point. And then there's the zombie. And this is the real twist. The zombie, if the zombie dies the zombie gets a point from everybody, so no one wants the zombie to die, but if you're the zombie, you want to die. So there's, there's actually quite a bit of strategy, and it's not total blind uh, talk like in Werewolf, because you do have some information, because you right. know what card you pass to someone, and you can talk about it. I like it. that. Now, yeah, it's really quick and dirty. Let's say
2: I'm listening to this podcast, and I think that game sounds really fun, but it seems like it's going to be forever since I'm going to get to play it since we can't even keep two rooms in a boom in stock. What could I do to to get my hands on a copy of this game?
1: (laughs) You almost sound like a shill, Sean. Almost as if we talked about this on the phone. (laughs) Because here's the thing. I'm putting, as I'm working on it, I'm going to update it on Facebook. But the plan is we're going to put it for print and play on our website. Hopefully by the time this even comes out. So we're recording this on Thursday. I'm going to work on it. This weekend. And we can, Yeah, this weekend. So I can get a nice version up so people can just play it. And then I can just update the changes as I'm working on it. So any listeners can join on In the Fun and send us feedback at contact at Tuesdaynightgames.com and give any notes. And I can probably implement changes if people try it out. Yeah. So we need to get that up on the website, which kind of leads into another secret project yeah. secret
2: project s sbj what's the name of yeah it?
1: yeah that's it man
2: secret project sbj <sighs>
1: i remembered it because i listened to the podcast yeah that's that's <laughs> it you want secret C- to hear secret project sbj as well oh uh, yeah definitely. you know what's funny is i like still don't know what this is that's because it has to do with you We're tired of you not working for us, man. And our web guy, Reed, is amazing, but he's an incredibly busy guy. So we were thinking your expertise is in making websites. May you make our website and help us upload these things? Now, here's the thing. If you say no, we don't want to corner you. You can totally edit this out. I hate putting you in this position in front of all of our listeners. So you can totally edit this out. We can trash this entire episode. You can think about it. You don't have to answer now. I want you to know, even if you say no, go to hell. Still friends. Sorry, yeah. It would be paid, and it would be on... Space Square, ...on
2: editor (laughs) online. And largely, I think what Alan and I want is to have an easy-to-use, professional-looking site that we can update regularly. Um, Does that sound fair, Alan?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the main thing is when we want to change... For instance, we want to start advertising World World Championship. Championship... Russian roulette. In fact, on BGG Con, they started complaining. I'm not sure if you saw that, Sean, but people yeah. on the World Championship Russian roulette page are like, is this game ever coming out? Is this really a game?
2: Man, and- I've really stopped listening to any of that stuff. It's weird. It almost sounds ignorant, but I just, it's just never been helpful for me. Like, we know what we're doing. We're working hard, you know?
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I mean, it's good news. I think that's cool that yeah. people, people are wanting know. it. They're getting moist for it. So yeah, we want to provide. So the main thing is we want to have an ability to call someone and have a change implemented uh, realistically, but within a week, depending on the size of the change. Like for instance, Dr. Boom's rules are still wrong on the website. So if you want to read Dr. Boom's rules, we'd love to be able to give the right one. So if I said, hey, here's the updated rules. Could you upload those? I think within a week may be reasonable given your situation. So that's kind of what we're looking for SBJ and the big selling point I think
2: is just how well the podcast has been going and how good you've been about like owning that and making sure it gets up um, by midnight central time <laughs> um, things like that and I just think we want to um, continue investing in this relationship because we like it and we want you to be a bigger part of the whole Tuesday night games operation
0: Oh, that's sweet I said that but sarcastically no but I didn't mean to say oh no no, no, no no that sounded sincere oh okay Yeah, no, I would totally be willing to help. Obviously, there's more details than just hey, just do my website. But that that right, we'll talk
1: money and whatnot, and we'll talk about the scope, yeah, yeah,
2: what we're looking for and that kind of stuff. Because one of the things, because I did look into that secret web editor that we were talking about using, (laughs) right. One of the things we'll be giving up is the ability to do a lot of custom stuff. Like we put a timer up on the Terms of the Moon website, um, counting down towards the Kickstarter which required a lot of custom finagling and animation, things like that. Um, And that might be something we would have to theoretically give up. But I Uh, think.
0: In that that example,
1: no, you don't. There's a way to do it. Oh, nice. SVJ is a professional, Sean. (laughs) We're not just going to his neighbor's dog for this. We're going to the source. That's right.
0: It's not that when you you switch a platform, it's not that you give up stuff. It's just there's probably there's always a way to do it. It's just different than what. Fair enough. Well, I trust you, man.
2: But I no, think, that, I, what I mean to say is our, our biggest priority now is keeping things up to date and making sure we're on top of it. Whether we've got all the bells and whistles is one thing, but having something that feels alive and dynamic and is changing is, as we change, I think is more important. Am I characterizing that right, Alan?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're going to want that to be, this TuesdayNightGames.com to be a one-stop shop. So when we have any games, almost no matter how far along they're in the development... People can find those game pages through Tuesday Night Games and have fun. Get you know, if you have questions, hopefully you can find them there.
0: That's really cool. I also feel like I have some little involvement in Cause of
1: Death Ghost. You have a it, definitely the name, and I totally just tacked on the theme based upon that. I'm like, man, I should make a game, Cause of Death Ghost, because SBJ asked for it. And it's a good name. <laughs> yeah. It's really of... an
0: SBJ centric episode now that I think about it. <laughs> I do I do have a question because you guys are game designers. I'm mm. not. Alan is a game designer. <laughs> oh Sean. You you. I mean your name is on the box of two rooms in a boom.
1: So oh, yeah. Sean's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I look at a game like The Resistance or mm. One Night Ultimate Werewolf, and they're card-based and the biggest I would say flaw to a hidden roll game is, like, once the, the cards get muddied up, it, you could almost be like, well, I know that's a spy because the corner's bad. Right. As silly as that is, there are, like, people, especially if you're, pl- you're introducing it to people and people like to win, they catch on to stuff like that.
2: If and, you ask for plastic cards, I'm going to poltergeist out of your laptop and strangle you to death.
0: That, that, that is the question, because you look at One Night Ultimate Werewolf and they're not they're not cards, they're like cardboard, but they have the same problem of like, like fading around the edges. Being like, marked, yeah. Is is plastic cards like that hard in the industry to like do?
1: We That's a great so much question. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a good question, yes.
0: With our experience with Panda, they
2: hadn't done plastic cards before. And so whenever you introduce a new component into your line, there's a lot of testing that has to be done and a lot of problems don't even show up until they've been worn or uh, used for, you know, months or even years sometimes. Um, and so it can be a very, very slow process. Not to mention, like, getting a good supply, making sure that it works with all the kinds of printing they do, that kind of stuff. The process itself is not necessarily hard as much as it is, um, for instance, one thing Michael, one of the partners over there, told me was that uh, you have to, like, pressurize games after they're made because if you don't, they get, like, moldy, like... Uh, when you store them in warehouses and stuff like that, there's just these like you have to humidify them or something. But they didn't know that until they had made games, had them sitting on a pallet for a bit, waiting to ship, and then they arrived. And by the time they arrived, they were moldy, and it, it turned out that you had a, the special room. Think
1: sort of, of old '70s and '80 games and how their boxes just don't hold up. It's because they've mastered more of this pressurizing process, so okay, they hold up Exactly. Better.
2: So while I don't think plastic cards are that hard to do, I think one. They're cost intensive. Two, they're a pretty new component for most companies, and three, I hate saying this, as much as people want them, I don't know how much it makes. I don't know how much it changes things in the end. I still get emails every Here's week for people losing cards. The worst cards. part
1: about two rooms in a boom for us. The hardest thing was that we fought so hard for plastic cards, and then like dumbasses, nowhere on the box did we write plastic cards. Sent them out to reviewers, and we got lots of great reviews. But they come back and say, the cards are really slippery. They kind of suck. None of them even realize that they were plastic cards. And every time I'd ask, did you know the cards are plastic? You don't have to change your review. A lot of people change the review upon finding out they're plastic cards. Oh my goodness, I didn't even know. I just thought they were really slick. So here we put in all this time, effort work, and got a lot of hate mail over making plastic cards and all we really got back was very little validation for it so it was one of these things we worked really hard for and got punished for
0: well for my experience with two minutes and a boom is i remember the kickstarter said that there was going to be plastic cards and then when i got them i was like oh these aren't plastic cuz they're pretty thin and i i can still yeah, crease them pretty easily
2: there's a pretty specific, like, we went thin. We could have gone thicker, but thicker cards creased easier. Like, a little bend was almost permanent. And so you had to find this, like, middle ground between a thin card that was flexible um, but still felt high quality and a thick card that wasn't flexible but was easier to damage. They were, I mean, just a huge mess in that regard. Would you say, Alan?
1: Yeah, we worked really hard. <laughs> we ran it through with the ringer. And there's even the video of us, like, scratching it with keys. So, yeah, you say you can bend them easily. I would say, yeah, you can bend anything that's of that thickness easily, but not compared to a regular card. For instance, you can make a total C with your hand with the, our plastic cards, and it will go straight. But if you do that with a regular card, it permanently has a bow. Right. But, yeah, if you're going to fold it, like actually crease it like you're folding a paper airplane, of course you're going to destroy But that happens. People lose it.
2: them. People... Crease all this sort of stuff happens.
1: Yeah. And and it wasn't like at the end of the day,
0: it wasn't that big of a problem for me because even before I had the game, I ordered a hundred penny sleeves and then, um, what are they called <laughs> like card toppers, card loaders? Like top loaders. Top loaders. Mm-hmm. Those thick I can't say how
2: many people I've seen on BoardGameGeek or Reddit say, well, I'm just really particular about my cards, so I'm going to sleeve them anyway. And it drives me up the fucking wall. Um, <laughs> but I think we learned our lesson. I think the lesson we learned was.
1: Don't people, do plastic
2: cards! People want any quality upgrade you're willing to even offer. All gamers want, no matter what. They will always say, yes, give it to us, give it to us, give it to us. But it's not going to make the difference between, oh my god, this game is amazing, and fuck this game. It's going to be like, oh, well, I mean, I could have done it better. Like, that's the yeah. response you get. You know?
0: Well, when I, when I say plastic cards, I was more thinking of, like, the size and thickness of One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Because those are wow, like almost like square tokens. We,
2: uh, I actually have a couple cards that are the thickness of credit, credit cards. cards. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't fit in the box. We'd have had to upgrade the box size. It would have weighed three or four times more. I mean, it would have, we would have needed to have added on maybe 10, 15 bucks to the base game yeah, of the it price.
1: It have been a $50 game almost. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Uh, well, with two rooms and boom, you have almost a hundred cards, if not more, right? 110. 110. I'm just thinking in a game that's only, you know, 12 Cards, mm, you could like do. Cause of Des Ghosts. Yeah, right. You could do like almost like tokens. So instead of, and they don't have to be square. They could be like circle tokens, like the size of a quarter. Where you know you can't bend them. They're easy enough to keep in your hand. If you do an expansion of more cards, they're just like here's a set of two tokens that are very small, very easy to ship, fits in a tiny box. What you want is a game that I used to
2: love called Pogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're looking for is Pogs.
1: Realistically, you're scratching upon a topic we covered with foam guns versus not foam guns because it really comes down to the balance of cost management. For instance, Cause of Death Ghost doesn't require a lot of cards. So we could make it like a free giveaway game at Gen Con and Origins like we did Dr. Boom, where you do certain things like sign up for our email list or you get a free copy if you buy two rooms in a boom. Rub rub and and tug. You know. Yeah, so we're giving it away, but then they just be the small business card size cards. Or we could go huge, like you just said, and make them thick, one-eyed ultimate werewolf, but actually credit card plastic. But then people have to spend some money. And if we knew the answer, we would go that. Like, which one do people want the most and are willing to pay for the most? So if we knew, we would totally do that. So is it in the middle ground somewhere where they're just average quality cards that people want to have and use, or is it going to be, you know, dirt cheap or as fancy as can be? I mean, I wish we knew.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just a very interesting topic of like, well, I could get this free to play game. I can download it. I can print it myself and I can play it, or I'm willing to spend, you know, 30 bucks even on a simple game, just because the components are super nice. And I like that game so much that. I would want a nicer version.
2: There's the, the hard truth is there's diminishing returns on the quality of any game. And there and the trick is from a manufacturing standpoint, knowing at what point you you're gaining nothing. Right? Like we could have made plastic cards and that would have been pretty cool And we did make plastic cards. We could have made metal cards or wooden cards, but at that point Ooh, wooden it's, cards. It's, yeah. Wooden card, yeah, it's just not doing anything for us. Technically paper is wood, right? I mean maybe it's made from wood.
1: Dominate wood, wood would show marks way more, though. That I think so. Mm. Wood would mark easily,
2: and so knowing, like, do we really need plastic minis? Do we need resin minis? Do we need pewter minis? Those kinds of questions that's what you know the manufacturing game on our side is all about is saying at what point have we reached the highest quality we can give before it stops mattering and starts adversely affecting the thing which I think is the biggest deciding factor for all gamers, whether they like it or not, which is the price point, which is just shown to be true over and over and over again that people buy. games more than they buy $30 games, et cetera.
1: And that's a stance that our company has to decide upon because with two rooms and a boom, we definitely went quality over cost. There were other things we could have done. So we'd say higher quality, relatively reasonable cost. So if if this was the continuum of cheap and affordable on one side and the other side was fancy is all hell and expensive, I think we're in the middle but closer to fancy and expensive. Now, are we going to follow that for World Championship Russian Roulette? Or are we going to follow that with Cause of Death Ghost or any future games? I don't know. We have to make that decision because I think we want Tuesday night games to have that feel. For instance, I think Day has a really quality feel. And Fantasy Flight is insane quality, in my opinion. Except for the rules writing. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Boom. So, <laughs> again, <getting> that FGG. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, uh, so w- we got to make that decision, and I'm glad we have this podcast so we can talk to you, SBJ, and have listeners contact us with their ideas, because then we can have a better idea before we get this brand of it's what it means. It's always
2: a struggle. Such a struggle. What about you, SBJ?
0: What, what's tough for you?
1: What games have you been playing, <laughs> SBJ?
0: Uh, I have not been playing anything, but mm-hmm. by Play the that- time by the time this podcast is up, hopefully I will have my first game of D&D under my belt it's exciting and there was yeah there was some debate and some confusion last week because I wasn't sure the scope of the D&D game I was playing um, because let's hear the deets give it to us so I, I still don't know everything but the well yeah
1: <laughs> I actually had some listeners contact me with more D&D quiz questions you want to see some more people tended to like that even though it's only been a couple days you want to uh, answer some more D&D questions really quick, SBJ? Sure, yeah. yeah let's do the questions <laughs> first. <laughs> All right, here is one I got from a couple people. SBJ, what is Thacko? Mm. Thacko?
0: Mm, that sounds like Cthulhu's brother. Yep.
1: Yep, nailed it. <laughs> All right, we talked lightly about alignments before, but can you name, wh- how many alignments can you name? Mm. Oh, man. I'm like trying to like scan through
0: Hearthstone stuff real quick to see if anything lines up. Don't cheat. Just say,
1: you know, what's in your heart, heart, man, Mm -hmm. your heart. What do you believe? Dark and light. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah, you got it. Are you going to name a third?
0: Probably something to do with gods or gods. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Man, he's getting pretty specific. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Describe. These are all monsters that are very common. We did Beholder, which is like the number one last time. Oh, that was a monster. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, it was like the seer monster. You, right, you nailed know, right, it. Right.
0: Yeah. Close, everyone closed their eyes. Yep. Describe oh, yeah. a displacer beast. Uh, it looks very fish-like and mm-hmm. can shoot an eye beam out of its one. It's a cyclops fish. When you
2: say eye beam, do you mean like lasers out of its eyes, or yeah. do you <laughs> mean like the giant metal girders that hold up skyscrapers? <laughs>
1: of the lasers.
2: Gotcha. Okay, because, right, I mean, it's important
1: here's one we'll we'll go with one that i'm sure you legit know but this is a good warm-up should have started with this what is a mimic a mimic would it be like that ah, shit i don't know what oh, oh my god that's amazing <laughs> i'm so jelly man i would love not to know these things and experience them for the first time ogre probably... jelly <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> all right all right all right all right <laughs> This one, uh, last one, last one. How about this? Because if you didn't get mimicked, there's some of these. Okay. What is a drow? A drow. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Is it something that lives in the dark
1: only? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, We're not messing with you this This time. This is the most right you've been about anything so far. (laughs) Yes, this is, you're so right on. I, f- I feel like I I've heard hit. that before. There's a
2: very prominent one at Gen Con every year, I think.
1: It will give him the name.
2: Named uh, Drizzit. Drizzit. Drizzit the Drow. Some people say Drizzed. Yeah, Drizzed. Like, he Drizzed all over my face. Are you
1: looking it up right now, SPJ? No, I'm, not. I I'm wait, not. There's a
2: delay. Okay.
0: I'm definitely not. Yeah, like, I, I was thinking of trying to elaborate more, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't know anything more You don't want to than... push your luck.
1: You want to... You don't want to push your luck. <laughs> Something in the it. dark. Got gotcha. All right, very cool, very cool. You know what? We're so out of time. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to talk about the app, man, because we've just been having fun with the D and D quiz. Yeah, and I am, my apologies. I didn't know cause of go cause of death ghost would go
0: for so long, but I thought it was a good combo. Yeah, you think you'll want to play it,
1: SBJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Good. Um, then we'll make our website <laughs> perfect. <laughs> uh, so from from what I know on my end of the D and D game. Uh, That everyone has an option of being your normal races, your normal classes. The only difference is that the world is set in a Pokemon region, a Pokemon world. Sean, what do they call name the world the
1: Pokemon takes place in? What's the Pokemon world? Uh, Um, (laughs) Pokearth. Okay, all right. Uh, Name one tournament, Sean. One Pokemon tournament. There's the Rock Gym. And that's at the beginning. Yep. yep.
2: Yep. Tournament, Tournament. Tournament of champions. Champion right. tournament. Nope.
1: Sorry, SVJ. I just like these quizzes. Go on. These are great. <laughs> these are amazing. There are a couple different worlds.
0: Um, there's Kanto, Johto, uh, Hoenn, Senno, Kalos, Unova. These Some, are different planets? They're different regions. So, uh-huh. like, Unova is based off of New York, and Kalos is based off of France. And What's the
2: one on the 3DS where
0: you can rollerblade? That is Kalos. That would be. I Prime. played that one. Wow,
1: um, I haven't played any since the '90s. Red and blue, and mine was red. They're
2: re-releasing Red and Blue, right?
1: Yes, yeah, they were releasing Red and Blue uh, this weekend on 3DS. Man, I want
2: it. I want it. So, do, it, do the guys on your Pokemon podcast ever make fun of you for having a board game podcast and then quiz you about board game stuff?
1: No, nah, no, nah. they they like yeah. board games
0: for the most part.
2: The B team. <gasps> all
1: right, what else? So it takes place. So, it, so it's it's basically. Just regular D and D, so you're gonna have the regular classes and races, but it's just like these D and D characters end up in the world of Pokemon, right? And then the the only other difference that I know
0: for sure is that there, I, I think there's a pet class in D and D, maybe. Sure, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the old pet class, the old pet class. I think it's maybe called the tamer. Hmm. Her. Look, I
2: mean, D and D is hugely customizable with right. tons of sourcebooks, so I would not be surprised at so all. So
0: the only difference is instead of having like a wolf or a bear or what I'm referring to World of Warcraft because they have like a pet class that has like wolves and bears and stuff, is that I would you would have a Pokemon instead of a wolf or a bear. What's your Pokemon going to be? Uh, my the, that's the Goldeen. class I, des- I decided on, and it's going to be Farfetch.
1: Ah. Oh, good old Farfetch. Sean, describe what Farfetch looks like.
0: It's
2: kind of like an anime japanese sort of animal but um you know uh, it fits in your pocket and it's kind of like a monster oh wait no it looks like a bird
1: <laughs> it is a bird yeah it's a bird, bird. Wait, did I you just remember it. that sean for legit yeah it, it hit me out of nowhere you know you should be asking me these questions because sean knows more about pokemon than than i do for <laughs> sure for sure
0: so yeah it's it's pretty much a dnd game there's still going to be D monsters everyone else is still playing pretty much legit legit D classes and i'm just going to be playing one that has a pokemon attack for me instead of me doing the work. I think it'd be cool to actually play
2: a real pokemon pen and paper RPG that's just straight up in the world. It's got its own rules for capturing things. I think people would have fun with that. Although, I'm sure the endless grinding would not translate super
0: well, Man, but Probably not. But yeah, that's going to be it's going to be this coming Monday, so the day after Podcast will already be out by then, but we're going to do Monday, Monday, and then switch to an all-Tuesday schedule, and then it's supposed to be like a TV show season, so it's supposed to go X amount of episodes, have a de- de- definitive ending for that season, and then, if possible, the next season could pick off, pick up where it left off, or go in a different direction, and then revisit that in a future season.
1: I want to watch this. How do I How do I watch this? It will be on
0: twitch.tv slash pkmncast. Nice. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and I'll tweet it out and everything, so...
2: Here's my pitch for a um, Pokemon pen and paper RPG. The party. Oh, is this an elevator pitch? Absolutely, it is not.
1: Oh, do you want to make it an elevator pitch? Because I only got to do the, an elevator pitch last time.
2: All right, I'll do one.
1: All right. Uh, what do you want to be? I'll even let you choose since we're totally railroading you here. I want to be Psyduck. All right. <laughs> Wait. Psy. Psy. it's real good. Mom.
2: You all played the Pokemon. Your party is all Pokemon. And the GM is the trainer. Time. And you all sit in the dark until eventually the GM says, Okay, I just threw all of you at a thing. Attack it. And then you attack it. And then you go back in your Pokeball. And the adventure is over. So So good. Aye, aye, aye.
1: That's a that was a quick elevator pitch too. So here's my question Sean, when they say they throw the pokeballs, is it actually then a mystery or it's not just a an arena fight, so it's just a one-shot adventure after another? Is that what you
2: I just think it'd be funny if like everybody in the party you're all playing a different pokemon, but since all pokemon spend their lives in this sort of weird capsule enslavement, um you're just in the dark most of the time on somebody's belt and then eventually Light opens up, and you're out in a weird world, and there's a monster attacking you, and you have to fight it to the death. And then your guy says, Hey, good job. Back in the Pokeball. (laughs) (laughs) The world of Pokemon gets darker the more you uh, think about it. Really think
1: about it. It really does.
0: It really does.
1: Like
2: how you could store them on a computer. Whatever. Nothing SBJ?
0: No, No, I think that was brilliant. It was really good. (laughs) Perfect. Well, we can probably talk about the app next week. It's still getting, like, it's still in. More so like a beta form, right?
1: Yeah, I I put an announcement out on our Tuesday night Facebook, Twitter. I, I didn't do Twitter, but I think it's automatically linked to Twitter. And It is, and then I, I saw that and I posted one. All right, cool, very cool. So it's out there. It's just tworoomsapp.com. And next time we'll talk about opinions on how to monetize it, talk about uh, if we should monetize it. If so, how do we do it? Like, should we do like a Patreon thing or should it just be a dollar app and you have to pay for expansions or should it just be, again, free, but have advertisements on it to help pay? Ugh. Right. Uh, So we'll talk about different models and different thoughts about it. So that sounds like a good next week. I feel bad for the people that were really listening for us to talk about it, but Cause of Death Ghost and Super Secret Project SBJ unveiled. Worth it.
2: Worth it. Absolutely
1: worth it. Awesome. Uh, Alan, where can they find you? You can find me on Facebook. I'm lonely. I'll accept any friend request. My name is Alan Gerding, A-L-A-N-G-E-R-D-I-N-G. I'm on the tweets as well, at Alan Gerding. And Sean? At
0: Sean McCoy, S-E-A-N-M-C-C-O-Y. And you can follow me on Twitter, at lake. And you can follow Tuesday Night Games on Twitter, at PlayTKG
2: yeah i love it every time i hear it it just gives me a little whoo
0: yeah what do they want to email some comments uh if you want to email us it will be at podcast at tuesdaynightgames.com it's
1: night with a k y'all
0: Night with a k otherwise this episode is
1: finished i was i knew you were gonna do side duck <laughs> i'm in your head man i knew it you're